This week on Another Digital Citizen, we figure out if there's a stock market in my dreams and how well it's doing. Another, di another, digi another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen. I am Fro. With me, I have Luke. Luke, hi, Luke. Luke. Hey, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Yeah, I doxed you there. I'm sorry that I gave uh, out your last name on the podcast. It's like Mario. Mario. I'm Luke. Luke. Yes. <laughs> Luke. Luke. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like my last name is Fro. Fro Fro. Fro Fro. Why mm -hmm. does that? That sounds more like a, a Pokemon than Lukey Luke. Fro Fro. <laughs> it does. It does. Fro Fro, I choose you. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't think mine sounds as much like yours does, but. Well, uh, you have a Pokemon of uh, Soda there because I uh, actually was the. Uh, uh, I almost said the buyer. I'm not the fucking buyer. I I am the ID behind this because I don't know why I know this, but Coca-Cola came out with a new Coca-Cola called Coca-Cola Ultimate. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I've got a little description from the website. Um, yeah. It says, experience Coca-Cola Ultimate, the latest Coca-Cola creation. Uh, in t in crea uh, creation in with League of Legends comes together to unlock Coca Cola Ultimate's plus XP flavor. So I'm gonna I'm gonna add some experience points today mm. in life by drinking this. Apparently, so does that make you smarter, stronger, or can you choose your? Uh... I would assume this is like a tier based where you can add your points wherever you want to add them. Ah, uh, um, whether gaming. So what or... are you going? What are you going to pick? Uh. <laughs> Stamina, I guess. Whether stamina, yeah, yeah, gaming or watching, reach out for yeah. ice cold Coca Cola Ultimate. Uh, try the XP before the game is over. This is the worst <laughs> advertising campaign ever. It is uh, very clearly <laughs> uh, guarded to a certain point of Americans. Yeah. Right, it's definitely going after a gamer market, right? Yes, I, I don't understand. It says so. limited edition ultimate co-created with League of Legends, recognize the familiar Coca-Cola taste with an updated limited edition twist. It doesn't say like what the twist is or why hmm. it's ultimate or what changed about it in any way whatsoever. So, I'm not sure. Um I think it yeah. might just be Coca-Cola, to be honest. Let's try it. As someone that plays a lot of League of Legends, like the both of us, I have never played a single game of League of Legends. Um, well, we'll try this as as we go along. It's It definitely tastes different than Coke, I'll say that. But I'll, I'll okay. figure it out in a minute. Let's move on to the news, I guess. Yeah. Uh, because uh, tonight... Tonight's gonna be a night. Yeah. Uh, we are going to have uh, the third GOP presidential debate for the Republicans, because fuck knows, we can't have a debate on the Democratic side. That would be dangerous. Um, I mean, Trump isn't 
competing in the in this side either, and he's the front runner, right? So I, it's kind of the same on both sides. This one doesn't really it's have it's... like doesn't have the person who's actually going to run for president. So yeah, right. It, it is a little bit like that. Uh, uh, we don't have any debate on the other side, still. <laughs> right, but as far as like the person who's actually going to run for the Republican nomination, he's not debating. Right. Yeah, no, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. We're not actually getting any information else. about the person yeah. who's going to run, I guess is my point. Yeah. Busy with something else. I can't put my finger on it. Maybe we'll talk about it later. I don't know. I can't remember why why Trump is busy right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like with your soda when you can't think of what it tastes like. <laughs> well, I'll figure it out. I mean, it tastes like a little bit like Coke, but there's something in there. Uh, okay. Kind of like the field of candidates on stage for the third Republican debate, uh, which will be the smallest uh -huh. yet. Five hopefuls will participate tonight in the Ardrian Arst Center uh, of Performing Arts in Miami-Dade County. Uh, I thought the Republicans hated the performing arts, but okay. Yeah, I also thought of that. Uh, one yeah. candidate, former Vice President Mike Pence, has suspended his campaign last month, so he's out, obviously. Who's right. in? Ron DeSantis, Tim Scott, Nick Haley, Vivek Ramaswamy, and Chris Christie. Oh, so we lost uh, two of the people that we didn't know who was. Uh, yeah, it says Donald Trump, the current former or the current front runner, is skipping his third straight debate this time, opting to hold a competing event of his own, uh, a half hour event, oh, half hour away in Florida. Trump says foregoing debates because he doesn't want to elevate his lower level opponents. Right. Yeah, because that's totally why he's uh, not being there. It's not because he probably would have been sued to be there. Well, this one, that's the interesting thing about that one. This oh, yeah, one. May, Mike Pence is not there. Right. I totally fucking forgot. Yeah. So, our theory of, like, he's not doing it because Pence is there, this goes against that, but maybe not in the Chris first Christie one. Then? Maybe? Maybe not because, maybe he's just doing this one because he did, didn't do all the other ones. It would be weird. Yeah, that it would be like a out. total tell if he was like, oh, this one, now I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah. So it would be kind of a dead giveaway if he did go to this one. So maybe it's a, a smart play on his part if he doesn't want people to know he was doing it because of Pence yeah. to not go to throw off the scent kind of. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it will be uh, a tiny bit more interesting now that uh, it's getting smaller. I, I'm going to assume that it's going to be uh, my three front runners of the night is probably uh, Haley, Vic, and uh, uh, Ron. That's probably. I think who that's I a fair. A fair bet. I bet you they get most of the yeah. questions also. I, yeah. I think the big problem with the last debate that we had was that there just was a lot of yelling over each other, talking over each other, so like no actual information was like mm. <laughs> relayed to anybody. Uh, where it, it you also have a, was terrible, uh, terrible moderators. So. Well, yeah, I mean, but the real problem with the moderation is that they didn't stop the... Uh, the candidates from talking over each other, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yes. And it also didn't help uh, having one of the moderators not really understanding the language. Okay. I'm, I don't remember that, but sure. Um, yeah. 
I think it'll help to have less people, I guess was my point. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Give them more time to kill each other. <laughs> I think it, it'll be easier to, like, hear one person over four people than one person right. over six people, you know? Yeah. yeah. Isn't the new Hunger Games just around the corner? I'm seeing commercials That's... for it, yeah. I've never yeah. seen a single Hunger Games movie, or I guess I probably have, but I don't remember a single You're Hunger Games. not? Game. Oh, okay. I, I might have watched ones when I was working at the theater, but I don't remember. Mm. I don't remember them. Yeah, I'm going to be very controversial and say that they are a tiny bit overrated. Uh, <laughs> that's my personal opinion. Okay. I like the books, though. Yeah. Oh, it's one of those uh, situations where people like the books first, maybe, and so they then like the movies? Maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah. Also, Battle Royale, the original... Uh, I want to say, say Chinese book, but I, I don't think it was Chinese. But uh, uh, the book that uh, the whole Hunger Games uh, franchise is based on, mm -hmm. also a movie, by the way, yeah. uh, uh, 10,000 times better. <laughs> well, didn't they remake that also with Stone Cold Steve Austin? They did? I think they did. Really? Let me look it up. Or maybe it was called something. I have something. not seen the Battle Royale thing with Steve Austin. Uh, that sounds atrociously bad. Let me look it up, because I swear... The Condemned. Yeah, 2007. Okay. I need to see that. Yeah. Sounds, it sounds like a terrible movie. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, Jack and nine other prisoners learn they need to fight each other to the death to win their freedom to, to be the sole survivor as a producer plans to broadcast a live event on, on the internet. Yeah, it's Battle Royale. <laughs> that is so fucking weird. I know there's a car cars, car version of, of the same concept. Oh, Death yeah. Race or Death Wish? Death, death Race. Death Race? Death Some... Race, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh... Yeah, that was also atrocious. And they bad. remade that all, as well, because that was a 70s yes. movie they remade yes. in like the yes. late 2000s or something. Wasn't that with the dead guy from... from uh, it's been a long time. I just remember that movie being a lot like a like movie version of Twisted Metal, kind of more than oh, anything yeah. else. Apparently there were three of them. I think... <laughs> what? Yeah, I had... Uh, well, the first one had was Jason Statham, but mm, no, I don't see. Well, ah, I don't think it so. Was Paul Walker for some 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 strange uh, time? Uh, I yeah, no, but the, the only the first one had Jason Statham. The other two, I think, maybe were like straight to DVD or something. It looks like possibly, uh, yeah. I have not seen those either. <laughs> You're giving me homework here. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, because I love car movies. I mean, oh. If it's straight to DVD, I mean, it's got Vin Rames in it and stuff. It it's probably, probably not great. <laughs> Wing Rame. Ooh. Well, we'll talk about an amazing movie with someone weird in it uh, later. But, uh... Yeah, talking about tr Trump, uh, I wish he was in a death race. Um, he leads Biden in five key battle states. In a new poll, uh, 
President Biden is trailing Trump in five key battleground states. A New York Times and Siena College poll shows Trump beating uh, Biden in five out of six battleground states, including Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, and Pennsylvania, by margins of up to 10%. Um, in Arizona, Trump picked up 49% support compared to Biden's 44%, while in Georgia, Biden secured 43 compared to Trump's 49 Trump's lead was smaller, but still notable in Michigan, with 48% support well, to Biden's 43 mm. uh, The poll marks a shift after the incumbent won six states in 2020, went up against Trump. Right. Talking about, um, talking about Biden. Right. So, you know, big shift in things after Biden was president is what they're saying. Right. You know, that conspiracy about the great reset and everything like that. Look, uh, yes, kind of. I mean, it, mean, it means a, a, that whole concept means different things to different people. Yeah, so. to six hundred people. Yes, uh, I have a I have a sneaking suspicion that we should just like start over and like put put uh, the reset button on America and just like start over. Um, it feels like a good idea. There's been talk of that for a, a while. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Or just certain society types in general, capitalism in general, maybe needs to be reloaded, uh, or whatever you want to say about it. Um, reloaded, yeah. Yeah. Restarted, maybe, or whatever. Something. <clears throat> maybe we should all send them to, like, NFT concerts. Uh, th- yeah, that's possible. I- mm. If we... That's like what those NFT people were really going for is like trying to well not NFTs specifically but <laughs> crypto in general was like crypto, initially yes. was thought of a, as a way around capitalism to like go yes. against capitalism. And it, yeah, and then it became capitalism. I think it got taken over by <laughs> capitalist people is what happened yeah, and yeah, turned yeah. into like the worst type of capitalism. Yeah. Yeah, because uh uh According to people, it can scorch your eye being at uh, an NFT uh, event. Uh, several people have reported experiencing eye eye pain and vision problems, uh, as well as sunburnt skin after a after Ape Fest last Sunday, aboard Ape Yacht Club NFT collection event in Hong Kong. Some Ape Fest attendees uh, who posted on X after seeking medical attention, uh, one person reported they had been diagnosed with photo ketosis or welder's eye a condition caused by unprotected exposure to ultraviolet radiation to your to your corneas i guess another saying the issue was the result of stage lights leading to speculations the injuries were caused by improper lighting used at the event (laughs) Um, one person said i woke up at 4 a.m and i couldn't see anymore i had so much pain and my skin was burning needed to go to the hospital another one said anyone else's eyes burning from last night i woke up at 3am in extreme pain <laughs> ended up going to the er um another person so far 30 hours since i woke up with severe eye burn i visited emergency room or emergency hospital and eye clinic wow. and spent a total of of six hours there got diagnosed with photocytosis uh mm. in both eyes okay Jesus Christ Almighty! And there's like this isn't a one person thing because this was I mean I don't know how many people were at the event. Uh, it says one 
1% of approximately 2,250 attendees, uh, had or at least reported something happening to them. You know, what I mean, some people. So might one not percent even... is twenty-five people. That's uh, my math. Yeah, but like I said, that's just it says yeah. fifteen people in direct communication so far. Uh, right. That's like so it, it says lots. A... Yeah. So that's just the people who communicated it. Some people might have gotten sunburned and not in the like right. eye area yeah, yeah. and still just not reported it because they're like, oh, it's just a sunburn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is. Uh, uh, yeah. What, uh, I literally wrote in chat uh, where we put the news. I, I but remember when NFT was a thing? <laughs> Apparently, the, uh, what I heard like, from reporting what? on this is like the Bored Ape thing is the only still viable NFT like market. Like, right. Because it was the biggest and like started out with such a large monetary value to begin with that mm. it's slowly going down but at least it still has some value compared to you know any any yeah. any other nft yeah yeah don't don't google board apes and nazis because that will uh, not uh, lead you down a right rabbit you, hole specifically yuga <laughs> labs which is the company that put on this event yeah like that specific yuga labs or were the ones that were accused of of things of things um yeah the other thing did you see the video of this event it was like i did yeah what a bunch of it looked like a bunch of under 20 year olds partying oh, for definitely. sure like these yes. were a bunch of young kids that yes or young people young adults it was a yaw event is what it was <laughs> it was definitely yaw mm -hmm. yeah and so I kind of, it makes me almost feel a little worse for them because, you know, it's a bunch of young yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, I think uh, people have strange relationships with their parents. I mean, just look at my relationship with my parents. I, I fucking hate both of them. Uh, but I don't know. Is it normal for, like, some and dad to talk about like what they watch when it comes to porn uh i not a thing that my uh family does <laughs> so not i mine either. i mean i don't want to yeah. say it's not normal but it's definitely not uh <laughs> something that i hear about a lot so i'm going to say to me it's not normal is that a thing you yeah. can say yeah yes 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 because i also would say to me this is not normal <laughs> But speaker, and, go ahead. Yes, no, I was just going to say, but but I'm assuming when you're the speaker of the house, it's totally cool. Because speaker of house, the new speaker of the house, Mike Johnson, admitted that he and his son monitor each other's porn intake uh, in a clip resurface from 2022. <laughs> See, when I first saw this like article, I was yes. like, oh, this must be like something that happened in like you know, a, like. A decade ago. Long, long time ago. Right. Yeah. And it's just like they're just finding out about it now. No, this is from like last year. This is from last year. <laughs> During a conversation on the war of technology at Benton, at Benton, Louisiana Cypress Baptist Church, uh, a Louisiana, oh, the, at the time, Louisiana representative talked about he and how he installed accountability software called Covenant Eyes on his device 
in order to abstain from internet porn and unsavory websites. Um, Johnson said it scans all the activity on your phone, your devices, your laptop, and what you have. We all, we do all of it. Uh, Johnson told the panel, it sends a report mm-hmm. to my quote unquote accountability partner. My accountability partner right now is my son, Jack. He's 17. Oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) That is even more fucking weird. (laughs) That he's under 18 is the weirder part. Yeah. So he gets a report about all the things on our phones, all our devices once a week. If anything objectionable comes up, my accountability partner gets an immediate notice. I'm proud to tell you, y'all, tell ya, my son has a clean slate. Okay. Do you have a clean slate? I guess it doesn't. I don't care if he yeah. watches porn. That's not the weird part. <laughs> he can watch all the porn he wants. I don't give a shit about yeah, that. This is this. Yeah, no, that's not the weird part. <laughs> Sharing it with your fucking son is the weird part. I mean, I guess if he actually isn't watching porn, but like, that's the other thing is there's so many ways around. You know, his 17 year old son knows how to get around his dad seeing what's. Of he, course. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, his dad has installed this on one thing that he can watch porn on. Right, like, exactly. Yeah, just yeah, and you know the sixteen hundred fucking other d- devices. This software is not on. And this kid definitely has a burner phone somewhere, like <laughs> yes. stashed away for sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, like fucking hell. But then other people started to bring it up. Uh, it says here that. Uh, which he's still working as like in the government, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And he's got this like tracking software on his phone. It says U.S. Congressman is allowed to use third-party tech to scan all electronic devices daily, and then uploads reports to his son about what he's been watching or not watching. <laughs> I mean, who else is accessing this data? Right. Yeah, that's a good. Good. <laughs> he literally has like a tracking device on his phone, and he's like, he's got. If he's talking about any kind of sensitive government information, like they they also have it, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that that his son was seventeen so at the time is weird. definitely the weirdest part. So fucking weird, yeah. Like if you're gonna and, do uh, this, do it with yeah. somebody in because he's clearly like a church going guy. Uh, yeah, do it with your pastor. Or, yeah, or do it with somebody else that's, like, your age in the church th- that isn't related to you. And, like, you know, like, have, yeah. it's, I understand what he's doing. It's like having, um, what do they call it, an AA? The person who's, like, your... Right, yeah, yeah. The person who you no, go to if you're having my, problems my, or whatever? Yeah. Uh, as, as the sexual age here in Norway is 16, I don't really have a problem with the age thing. I have a more problem with <laughs> it being in sun. <laughs> I, well, that's just it. If he's 17 and then the dad did look at porn, then the son who's underage is then accessing porn, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is illegal in America, at least. So yeah, that is uh, that is weird. That I, I, It's definitely weird that he would pick his son for this thing. I guess maybe he's more concerned, like, thinking, oh, my son, I'm watching for my son more than my son's watching for me, because I'm not worried that I'm going to look at porn or something like that, but, like, the... Yeah. There's something weirdly big brother also about it that's just kind of (laughs) creepy. But uh, the the expression, keep it in the family, I don't think porn should be one of those things. I get... Yeah, yeah. I mean... Isn't it true that as soon as you sit down and watch a movie with, like, a family member, that's when a sex scene comes on in in the movie? That always happens, like, every time, so... 
Okay, do you want to hear a very, very, very funny story about that? Okay. Okay. I'm, uh, have you ever seen the movie Short Bus, by any chance? With Triple H? Uh, no. Okay. No, no, no. This is a very uh, indie movie. So the whole concept uh, of the movie is uh, a couple, like, exploring their sexuality. They, for example, like, they go to uh, uh, a strip club and things like that. Okay. And uh, uh, the wife gives uh, her man a vibrator uh, connected to her hoo-ha. Uh, and uh, he can switch it on and off all all the time as he wants, and he forgets that it's there. Uh, so every time he, he and he puts it like in his like back back seat uh, seat pocket. So every time he sits down, <laughs> the vibrator goes up. Off. Yeah, uh, I saw that in the cinema with my dad. It's all about sex. Okay, in the <laughs> in the cinema too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't in know if cinema. it's worse or better in the cinema than uh, at, at I home. Was so fucking, I was so fucking embarrassed. I remember like, the whole movie was all about sex, like uh, positions and like uh, it was multiple sex scenes and very European. I think it was uh, English, if I don't remember incorrectly. I remember watching. This is the one I remember the most. At least watching with. I think it was my parents and like my my whole family. I think. Uh, mm. Four rooms by Tarantino. Oh my god! Yes. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good movie to see with your family. Right, and I was like, <laughs> I don't even think I I don't know why we chose that movie or how it came on, but like. I remember watching the whole thing with them. So, oh my yeah. god. Oh gosh, that sounds terrific. <laughs> hey, uh, take another sip of your uh, drink, please, mister. I've been drinking it this whole time. I, it's kind of got a, mm? a grape juice kind of aftertaste, I would say. Mm. Maybe that's the XP coming through. Uh, does it not taste at all like Coca-Cola? Or? It tastes like... Um, it's got that Coca-Cola spice to it a mm -hmm. little bit, mm -hmm. but it, it's, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it tastes like something else I've had before, but I can't, I don't hmm. know exactly what. Okay. Yeah. Well, you will think about that. Uh, while, uh, Trump is going to tell the truth about Hollywood, old money and Wall Street. Hello, this is Trump. Trump tells the truth. The Hollywood elite, let's talk about them, because I've been talking with elitism a lot. Yeah, Americans don't seem to like elites, but they do like Trump and they do like the Wall Street executives, or oligarchs as I call them. They are also the elite. So what is it about the Hollywood elite we don't like? They are rich, yes. They don't are often in common with normally people who have blue collar jobs, that's correct. They have a lot of them have a lot of money. Yes, they do. Not all of them, but many of them have a lot of money. So, we're going to people who have a lot of money, meeting a lot of stuff about all kinds of things. And they're playing good movies. Some of them. Not everybody. So, what is it with the Hollywood elite? Or actors? 
directors, that's why we don't like. Conservatives don't like them, because they often address liberal issues. But a lot of people say, like, these are not, they are spoiled people, they should just take their money and be happy with it. Yes, they are, but again, what is a good person and what is a bad person? Because if you have an oligarch family like Trump, you inherited money from your father, from your grandfather, and you live up in with money all over, over the place. You have no right to criticize the so-called Hollywood elite. Those people that the Republicans support are just those people who, who never have a blue-collar job, who never worked themselves up from the bottom. I know. A lot of act some actors have really come from normal families. And since they have success, they make money. That should be an American love story. But in the conservative world, they're not a love story. It is the hard, boring fucking elite. And also the criticism often comes from people who call themselves a journalist with no journalistic experience instead of having hate shows on Fox News. Nobody seems to criticize the religious elite. Religious assholes who pay no taxes, build big mansions, and make believe that they have a connection with a fertile ghost up in the sky who is fucking nothing but a joke but they're not the problem either the problem is Hollywood the Hollywood elite but please people let us let it be you conservatives also be thankful for all the conservatives have all what all the liberals elite have given you the cowboy myth though the western movies with people with certain hats and so on it's a myth if you read real Western history, you will see it, people didn't wear those hats in the Old West. But okay, fine. How can you pass on that one? All those glorified war movies where the America wins every time and all over the world, the people seem to think that you are the best. We all wanted to unite this freedom, all kind of bullshit like that. Who presented that to you? Yes, the Hollywood elite. But the Hollywood elite doesn't know one thing. They know how to make money on you. They can have all those good opinions and so on and so on and so on. And then they make some movies that you forcefully go and watch. And you love them, but you cannot love them anyway. And those actors, yes, oh shit. Yeah, they're doing that to you. If, you, if that they do to you all the time, and you fucking hate it. It's like that girlfriend always teasing you. You want her, but you can never get her. Because you know you can be like her. That's that kind of person. I'm not going to drag on about this. But if you really think not the word elitism is a little bit overused right now, you are a fucking moron. Why isn't having power and a lot of money elitism is himself? People doing culture, movies and music are not the fucking elite. Many of them have worked themselves up from the bottom. Most people with old money have it. That's the fucking end of the discussion. If you like old money, then, and you say and that you like people who've been running their own business, yeah, most people with a lot of money have been running their own business because they had a lot of money so they can own the business. They haven't built their own business. The unity seems to understand that. People who are rich in Hollywood have made money because there's demand for their talent. So, yeah. That's it for my this time. This was Trump with Trump. Tell us the truth. 
That was a Tron telling the truth. Thank you as always, Tron. Thank you, Tron. Not sure what exactly you were going for there, but... Not really, you, no. You were kind of all over the place, <laughs> I think, a little bit. <laughs> but he just had a kid, you know, he's probably lack of sleep a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not a huge week for TV, to be honest. I've seen three TV shows. That's more or less it. Uh, I'll start, I guess. Okay. Uh... I saw uh, Blue Eye Samurai. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, was this on Netflix? It was on Hulu here, but that doesn't mean it was oh. on Hulu there. Okay, yeah, I don't remember. Um, yeah, uh, George Takei uh, is in this. The guy from Heroes is in this as a voice. Um, I really, really liked it. It's about uh, the warrior Mitsu, Mizu, uh, that um, gets a very strange companion, and uh, then uh, this princess, princess Akemi, tries to take control of her future. That is more or less, like, the concept. Okay. Yeah, I guess it is from Netflix. I was wrong. I wrote down Hulu on my sheet for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. I was mm. I was wondering when I was watching it, I was like, this got to be based on, like, an anime or, like, something, right? It, it's, yeah, not, it's not it's based not. on anything. It's original. I was yeah. like, is this based on a true, like, maybe a, an ancient yeah. Japanese folktale or something like that? I was like, yeah. but no, uh... It's just an original concept, which is pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. I guess it's a it's the animation style. I wouldn't say is like amazing. It's pretty basic, but done mm. in a pretty good way. There's some good comedic yes. moments. There's the sh- little chef sidekick, who's obviously our comedy uh, relief in the whole show. Mm. The one biggest problem I had with this is the generic kind of cliche music choices they had at certain points. Yeah, uh, I I can agree to that. I I think uh, I think the music is maybe the worst thing about it. It felt like uh, they got the maybe they had like free audio jungle sound pack or something, and they you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, and but everything else uh, was pretty well done. I thought. Yeah. And it was very, very fun to hear voices like uh, Kendrick Brenna and Randall Park was also in this, in some voice. I definitely work. heard some people that sounded familiar, but I didn't actually look yeah. up who did the voices. Let me check that out real quick. Yeah, Ran- Randall Park is... Oh, George uh, Sakai. That one I definitely yeah, remember hearing and going, there. that voice sounds yeah. fucking familiar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the guy from Heroes is also in there. Masio Uka. As Hero. Ringo. I think he yeah. was called Hero in Heroes, wasn't he? Yeah. And Brenda Song. Yeah. You would know her mm-hmm. voice as well. I remember hearing her in there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, very good uh, voice work. Uh, very good... Uh, story. Uh, uh, story. Okay, anime style. I actually gave this a 7.5. I really, really liked it. Uh, but I really like this period in Japan in in general mm-hmm. as well. So that helped very much. Uh, yeah, it, it definitely had um, kind of 
Cartoon Network late '90s vibes to it mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, I thought I maybe each episode could have been a half an hour instead of an hour, but I think I yeah. I think it, nowadays yeah. I just want TV shows that are a half an hour. <laughs> I don't care. Like yeah. I'm just sick of hour long television programs. Um, yeah, and the episodes are 45 minutes long. Right. So. Uh, it, the first one was an hour, but yeah. I'd give it a 6.5. I think it's really yeah. well done. There's some things that are a little generic about it, like like we said, the music, and then mm-hmm. uh, just some of the dialogue is a little uh, cliche. So, yeah, 6.5. Okay. Yeah. Your turn. Uh, my turn. Let's talk about Black Cake, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. This was on Hulu. This actually was on Hulu, right? I better double check. <laughs> you promise. <laughs> I wrote like I wrote both of them down, and then one of them was wrong. So not yeah, it is on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's an interesting story. Uh, it definitely, it it it's about uh, a woman, a older woman who dies. She leaves mm-hmm. a black cake to her uh, two grandkids, and mm-hmm. inside is a book of tapes and the her lawyer says she wants you to listen back to these tapes together the two of yeah, you yeah it's a flash flash drive oh right flash drive right yeah uh well whatever i mean tapes as in like audio recordings so that's what i should say right right right, um, right uh and she she's telling the story of her life in these recordings and i guess each episode is kind of a recording so that's kind of how mm-hmm. the show is set up and they're listening to it, um, and so it's basically all narration from her in a flashback to her mm-hmm. when she was younger. Um, I don't know. It's it in that way. It's also very like I've seen this show a hundred times, where the kids are hearing yeah. their dead grandparent or mother or father telling them this story and showing them like. Uh, oh, this is why I treated you the way I treated you when you were younger, or something like that, right? Um, yeah, and the, and the mystery in in this was so so. Uh, it's based on a book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have never read the book, so sure, I don't know how close to the book it is. Uh, but I I I think it was best when it was in the past. Uh, especially like well, that's uh, most of it, so that's that's good. <laughs> well, yes, but uh, when when uh, but but I did not really super like it. I mean, I've just seen two episodes. I'm probably not going to bother. Yeah, it's more. definitely not for me. In that, it's a lot of just uh, a lot of drama and not a lot of. Uh, either exciting parts or funny parts or anything like that. It's just mm-hmm. straight up drama. Uh, and even when they go out of like the past parts, then they're just talking about how dramatic the part you just saw was, right? It's like a discussion mm-hmm. of what you just saw. And those parts, I think that's probably why you don't like it. It's almost like they're just rehashing or kind of figuring out what we just saw, which as the viewer, mm-hmm. I just saw it. I don't need you to like, then yeah. it, figure it out again for me, which is, it, right. um, 
Yeah, the mystery is not even, it's barely a mystery, you know, because it's right. yeah. trying to, it's not even like trying to figure out a murder mystery or who did this or who did that. It's more like mm. who this person is that's in the recordings that they thought they knew their whole life, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I gave it a 3.5. I gave it a 4. Yeah. And I think it's also probably just not for us. It's like something yeah. not made for people. For, I don't know, uh, over f- forty or forty-year-old men. Yeah, right. Well, some something else that was clearly not made, definitely not for me, but I liked it anyway. Is all the light we cannot see on Netflix? Mm-hmm. I, this is uh, sorry, another drama. Another drama. Uh, this was definitely better. Um. Just four episodes. Very, very easy to binge. A lot of good actors in it, like Mark Ruffalo and Hugh Laurie was in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but holy fuck, that main lead by Aria Mia Lobretti. They really have shot the gold bird with that lady. I... She she is going to be huge. This is her debut role. Mm-hmm. She has never been in anything before, and she's the best thing about it. I'm I I'm just going to say that right away. But what is this about? You may ask. Well, uh, it's about a blind girl in. Uh, the final days of war, World War uh, Two. She's French, and uh, then she meets a German soldier. That's more or less. I think it's more like he finds her, right? I mean, I <laughs> well, guess me- yes, meets literally. is a kind of like a weird way to put it. I guess. <laughs> meets, yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, did you think when you started this that this was going to be a version of Anne Frank's diary? Because that's what I thought. Oh, is that okay? I didn't really get that, but I see where you're because she's like all alone in this like <laughs> but she actually even in also the first episode in the book. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't I didn't make yeah. the connection. Maybe because like in the first episode she leaves to go to the shops and stuff. Right. So, right. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, no, no. It was in the beginning. I was like, is this oh, just right. a, Yeah. Yeah, I thought the main German soldier, act, the actor who... I thought he was really good in this as oh, well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some of the scenes between him and the other German soldiers, I think, especially, oh were God. really yes. intense at points. Yes. Um, yeah, it's so well shot, and the acting's really, oh. really well done. The drama, it's very drama-esque, so there's a lot of, you know, back and forth kind of uh, just uh, yeah. discussing and things. I- yeah. And I, I really didn't think this was going to be for me. I thought this was going to be very, very, very generic and mm-hmm. very, very bad. Yeah. It's really good. I, I guess <laughs> really? I had seen the trailer for it, and the trailer made it look super intense. So, like, yeah. I kind of knew what I was getting into, and uh, the drama is kind of set in between a whole bunch of, not action, but, like, exciting parts. Because there's a lot of mm. bombing happening, there's... The back and forth, like hiding from certain people or trying to stay away. 
mm. uh, that she has to do, and then the interactions he's having where he's kind of hiding things from the Nazis, right? So mm. there's a lot of excitement happening that I wasn't expecting. I was expecting more of just a straight war drama. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, um, yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's the, that was the best part of it, I think. Uh, besides, I guess the cinematography really blew me away. But I had seen the trailer, yeah. so I knew from that the c- cinematography was going to be good. Right. I give it I, a... I, I hadn't seen anything going into this, so oh, okay. I was like... I was shocked. Uh, like I was just thinking this was going to be a boring yaw show about the war. <laughs> I like, I knew right when the bunk, not the bunker, but the basement that the two Nazi guys were in got bombed. Oh I was God, like, okay, so now I, I know I'm in for something pretty yeah. crazy. The way that like yeah. they interacted right before it happened and everything was so yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, I gave it a 7.5. I actually gave it an 8, yeah. Super, I think we were both surprised by it, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think one of my biggest complaints are is that, especially like Hugh Laurie is playing this French dude <laughs> in France with his extremely thick British accent. That is one thing that I did notice about it that I didn't like remember so to mention is like annoying. You have French and German people and yeah, yeah. they're all speaking just like perfect English, like nobody even yeah. has an accent. And then yeah. it's really weird when the fly they're in the first episode the flyers get dropped. Yes. And then it's in oh French, God. but everybody's speaking in English. But the Germans English, can't understand yes. understand the French on the flyer because they don't speak French. But everybody's speaking English, and they're being bombed by the yeah, Americans. Yeah. Yeah, Very yeah. confusing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's my biggest complaint. Sure. Well, uh, that was the last thing I had seen. Uh, yeah, except for Surviving Paradise, episode three. Yeah. I'm back, bitches, is the name of the episode. I think that's kind of fitting, because that's the last thing we hear, more or less. Uh, yeah, as a power player. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think she does it as, and when she comes back to the camp also. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so she does oh. it twice in this episode, I think. Really? I think oh. so, because she leaves and comes back to the camp, and then yeah. in the end, she then you know goes back again to the villain. Mm. As a power player does damage control... A rival snow. Oh, a, ri- a ri- rival of her sows doubts. I thought it said snows, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. A special <laughs> delivery comes with a catch, and a fishing mission offers an opportunity. Does okay. it? <laughs> Does it? Well, kind of. I guess so. They got like they. Th- this is one of the, I guess this is one of those Coca Cola uh, Ultimate XP up up missions where you just get XP for being a nice guy or whatever. Yes. Okay. So, where do we start in this? Um, I think we start with the scene that I had the most problem with. I guess. Um. So. Uh, it's the villa people. I'm going to call them the villa people. And their leader, Tabitha. Uh, either we're really, really prone to dislike that lady, or she is that awful. <laughs> no, I think they are, they are like, editing her as the villain right now. Okay. Yeah, okay. no, they're, they're editing her in a way, at least, 
I mean, she's definitely adding to it, but they're editing right. her to be to make her look like the bad guy. Like the way she's, uh, the way they're only picking out the one the parts where she's talking uh, to these people and then using the interviews of them saying bad things about her right after it. It's all mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're it's all designed to make you hate her for sure. Yeah, and I definitely do. So they have done something good. They've at, done their job, there. right? Yes. Uh, but uh, uh, they are out, uh, uh, and he- here's the- <laughs> uh, I I love it when they like make it more complicated than it uh, needs to be. It's it's so stupid because they are like out eating a lunch in in the free, and they get this mission uh, with uh, toothbrushes that are delivered to them, and they are like, oh. One of you have to deliver uh, these toothbrushes back uh, uh, to uh, the people that are in the camp. Right. And whoever delivers the toothbrushes to the camp has to stay there. And that is more or less all they want to know. And Tabitha is like, oh, I can, I see a, an opportunity here. I'm going to say, uh, send uh, the one that's not in alignment with me uh, back to the camp. The, she was the, the other leader of the other group from episode one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, when she came back to camp, they were all very, very happy that uh, they got toothbrushes. Uh, and here's maybe my biggest complaint about this. It's like, uh, when she gives uh, them the toothbrushes and they're going to go f- for the evening to bed, uh, uh, one of the men that has been there the longest goes, hey, you can have my toothbrush. She's been there for ten fucking minutes. And she goes, yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, I, and I swear, wasn't this what the, the challenge where they're like, you get to take the toothbrushes back, but you can't use them. Right? right, but then she's just given it the toothbrush anyways. I, mm-hmm. but then they are given this other challenge. Well, the outsiders are giving given a challenge. You got to go catch fish, but whoever yes. goes and catches fish can't go back to the villa. Uh, yeah, and the number of fishes that you, you catch, catch, yeah, you can send the number of those people back to the villa. Which me and Fro were like, what if they get really lucky and catch like <laughs> twenty fish? <laughs> Does everybody go back in the villa and then this game is just over? Doesn't <laughs> what game? Right, that's the other no thing the is <laughs> they're doing all these things like, oh, if you take the toothbrush back, then you're gonna like uh, people are gonna like you more at that camp, and that means what? Why do you need people to like you back at no. the other? Like, we don't know how. That benefits you as a game player in this yeah, because, quote unquote uh, game. Especially, especially in the toothbrush uh, mission, they all the time goes like, oh, she was so brave. She gave up the money. She gave up the money? Yeah, we don't know that you have to be in the villa to win the money. They yeah. haven't ever said that no in, in the game. Told and, us that. Until now, they alluded to it, so we assume it now. Right. But like. Yeah. Up until now, that has never been established as part of the game. Um, but right. I, it's and, the same with the she... it's the same with the fishing one because right. uh, they chose to not be able to go to the villa, which now we know mm-hmm. you have to be in the villa, I guess, to win the money. 
so that they could help out people so that maybe in the future those people will vote them in the villa. That's the whole thing, right? I guess. I, I am so fucking confused. Yeah. <laughs> as so far as I can tell, if that is makes the goal, no sense. the yeah. way the ch- challenges are set up and the voting is set up, whoever is at the end in the villa is totally random. Because yes. there's no like actual skill other than like yes, just being lucky when the game ends. Yes. Who's in the yes. villa? Yeah. Yes. Now it seems very RNG. <laughs> and that's just us assuming that you have to be in the villa to win the money, which we don't actually yeah, have we don't proof know. of. Yeah. No. We're... We don't know. Yeah. Because nobody has explained the rules. Remember what I said last week? I said. Uh, I'm looking forward to next week when we will know nothing about the rules. We're, we're having to like infer things and like be like, oh, this maybe is how the game is played because they haven't told us. Uh, but I think uh, I said this week when we were watching it, I was like, I think maybe this is going to be uh, F-Boy Island situation where at the end they're right. like, actually, we yeah. tricked you and this was all a social experiment, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah, I have no fucking clue. Uh, but anyway, uh, they come back with three fishes. I'm going to use that uh, term very, very fucking loosely because they don't didn't really catch any. They fish got fish. two crabs and like uh, some other rock, uh, rock dwelling rock fish animal yeah. of some type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really fishes. They were uh, crustaceans, but I don't know if that counts as a fish. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so they decide to send the three girls that are in the camp back, and that is included the one that gave, gave them toothbrushes in the first place. So all the men goes like, yeah, let's say, send the women b- uh, back. Well, and, it was an easy uh, pick because there were only three women of the yeah. all the people that left at the camp, so it was like, oh, well, there's three of you. Yeah. Well, you... But at the same time, it's confusing, because every other time people have gone into the villa, it's been voted by everybody at camp. There was right. no voting involved. It was just like, yeah, you yeah. guys go. So Yeah, n- absolutely no fucking strategy again. And so, that makes it so fucking confusing. Because now, what's the game? If it was all, it was voting. That was part of the game before. But now yeah. it's just like you get to just choose. There's, mm-hmm. they've broken the rules again of whatever mm-hmm. the rules were. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're broken the rules that they have not explained to us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I know they broke them somehow. <laughs> Is that possible? I don't know. But we've kind of had to assign our own rules in our heads to figure out how this all is working. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and we end on uh, maybe the best cliffhanger so far. Them just coming back to camp and, like, saying, hey, we're back, bitches. Oh, back to the villa, not back to camp. But, yeah, the three women, they're walking up the steps up and... Before they go in the house, they cut. And so that's going to be the beginning of the next episode. Yeah. So we don't know if those three will send people back to the camp. We assume at least two people have to go back to the camp. But we don't know if they're going to vote on it or if these three women get to just choose or how it's all going to go down. In that case, Tabata is in deep shit trouble, so... 
It doesn't seem like, because like in the camp situation where they just chose, it, they weren't told like, oh, you need to vote on this. And yeah. they weren't told, oh, you guys decide amongst yourselves. They just no. chose to decide amongst themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know how it's all enforced. There's no enforcement of rules in this game. Yeah. Love it. So confused. Very confusing. Speaking of confusing, <laughs> uh, Mr. Beast getting criticism over building 100 wells in Africa. Oh my god, this is so fucking stupid. I kind of understand it in a weird way, but I also don't. American YouTuber Mr. Beast's latest video in which he says he built 100 wells in Africa has drawn a complex response online since it was published last Saturday. Saturday. Some Kenyan activists and journalists have spotlighted the failures of the Kenyan government. Uh, says he has spotlighted the failures of the Kenyan government, while Mr. Beast uh, says he anticipates that he would be canceled following the reaction. Um, New Wells provided clean drinking water to up a half, up to a half a million people in Cameroon, Cam Kenya, Somalia, Uganda, and Zimbabwe. So obviously, very good thing. The 10-minute mm. video showed him donating supplies to schools such as furniture, soccer balls, computers, whiteboards, and projectors, and building a bridge across a river to connect a village. Uh, did you watch the video? I guess we should talk mm -hmm. about that first. Yeah. Okay, I watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually didn't watch it till yesterday because of all the controversy more than anything else. Because I was like, I've... He's done a few of these videos, and it's like, I know the formula, what it's yeah, going to yeah. look like and everything. So I don't necessarily need to watch it, but once I heard the people were having a problem with it, I was like, I got to see this to see if there mm. is any actual problem, right? Mm. I don't, The only thing I see as an argument that people are making that actually makes sense is like kind of the white savior yeah, syndrome thing. Savior, uh, uh, I understand that. That's a huge problem, yeah. But people saying he's exploiting it for money. No. He's, like, all the proceeds of this video are, are going to this project. He's not making any money off the video. Yeah. People are saying he's doing... Then he's making money off of it, you know, on other videos because people who see this are then going to go to his other videos. I don't know. Sure, there's, sure. Yeah. There's an argument there, I guess, as far as, like, the white savior syndrome and making a little money off of it or, or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But he's also helping thousands of people there was another argument that like from certain people that was like well why don't you go to flint michigan and build wells for people there because they also don't have water right. yeah. I, I don't know then that's it gets into a whole tricky thing um i don't know what do you think uh i think it's kind of stupid uh to be so angry over someone that has done this over and over and over again and it doesn't seem like he's going to stop doing this so i don't really really understand it now i think it's the same as uh i don't remember which video it was but i remember he did some video and i was like people are having a problem with it mostly because he's putting it next to other like his other competition videos on his main channel if this video would have mm. come out on his philanthropy channel, which he even points out is a thing in this video at the end, to like yeah. he's gonna do a, like a second video about how this all happened on that channel. Nobody would have had a problem with it, but because it's yeah, on his I main agree. channel next to all these other like Squid Games videos, and he, it's being put next to those, then people have a problem with it. I think that's mm -hmm. more than anything the biggest issue here. But yeah. I think he did a good thing, no matter what. Yeah. 
Okay, uh, believe it or not, we have Eurovision news, Norwegian uh, Eurovision news. Uh, I'm not very, very happy about this, but uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, it's three semifinals this year. Okay. Uh, it's January 13th, 20th, and 27th, and uh, then the final will be in Trondheim, that's approximately like... A little over middle north, I would say. Okay. Uh, on February 3rd, uh, there will be 18 competitors. That's very good. I like that. And, uh, yeah. Um, we'll see. Uh, January 5th, uh, we will know who will compete. So, that will be interesting. So, uh, what's changed? Is it the amount of competitors that's... Uh, uh, no, it's the semi-final part I don't like. Okay. Uh, uh, I just want to play in final uh, with uh, competitors. Just like they could have just 18 competitors battling out in right, one I night see. instead okay. of, yeah. of having it uh, drawn like they did last year. I think last year's was very good, and I don't really understand why they uh, It seems like, you know... To, pick it out again because they'd done that before and that le led to less people being interested so I don't understand why they d just don't look at last year's concept and understand uh, what they did right last year and uncorrect other years it seems like a lot of things are changing up in Eurovision and they're just kind of throwing shit at the board to see what yeah, sticks you know what I mean I agree yeah yeah uh, the Bear getting a season three. I, in unsurprising news, uh, I feel yeah. like the second season was more popular with people than the first. Because we, when we watched it, we were yeah. like, why is nobody talking about this show? But then it yeah. won all those awards, and everybody was like, yep. hey, what's this show? <laughs> and then yeah. the second season's like more popular than the first one was. Yeah, and the second season is as good, I will just say. Yeah. It's really, really good. Totally. And I see what... I'm surprised it took him this long to renew it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very happy about it. Uh, does this say anything about, like, a... It doesn't say, like, a time frame or anything? No. I don't no. see it. No. No dates. At least yeah. not right here. At least not yet. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you about the book I'm reading. Surprise, surprise. And uh, the segment I call... Oh, I am reading a book. <laughs> Okay. Have you ever heard of uh, a trial in America uh, where the lady was called Jody Ares? Uh, I remember her, yeah. What did, what did yeah. she get arrested for? I just remember the name. It was a murder of some type. Her husband yes. or her boyfriend? Uh, her, her boyfriend, yeah. Okay. okay. And uh, uh, she was uh, 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 let go, and then she got, uh, uh, well, the jury said she was not guilty, and then they decided uh, to re-do uh, it. And uh, the, the second trial was more popular because she's a, she was a very attractive uh, woman. Okay. A white woman, yeah. But uh, Juan Martinez, that was the prosecutor in that uh, case. He has uh, 
uh, written a book called Conviction, the untold story of putting Judy Aris behind the bars. Very, very, very good. Very, very interesting. Uh, I love books Amer about the American uh, jury system and uh, everything. And uh, you can get that free on audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. I saw a Nick Cage movie this week, Sympathy for the Devil, Fro. I think you saw this a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. or something, right? No, I saw it when it came out, I think. Yeah, whenever that was. A few months ago, yeah. maybe? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a movie. It's very low budget, so there's like certain things about it that you kind of have to get past. There's a bad green screen effect when they're driving in the car and things like that. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage overacts, but what can you expect? It's Nicholas Cage, so he's going to overact. That's going to happen. Um, yeah. Some of the storyline's interesting. It's about a guy who uh, gets carjacked uh, and has to, is forced to drive this other man around at gunpoint to different places, and he slowly starts to realize how evil this guy is. Uh, yeah, that's the best way to talk about it. The ending's kind of interesting, but also... I wanted more out of the finale of this whole the uh, saga that I went through right um I I said I said I wish they didn't tell us who it was because the solution of who it is is so fucking stupid right um so that kind of left a, a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth but mm -hmm. some of the action scenes the uh car stuff is fun I think the overacting by Nick Cage is fun, so I don't know. It's somewhere yeah. around a four point five. Yeah, I think I would agree to that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what did I see? Well, I saw. <laughs> uh, oh gosh, this was so fucking stupid. I had never seen Marie Antoinette before, um, so. I like Sofia Coppola, and some of her movies are cool. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this. It's from 2006. Yeah, I uh, watched it when it was in the theater. Yeah, it's definitely a costume drama, and it's definitely a costume drama, and it's definitely a costume drama, because uh, it's, it's not really that good. Uh, I don't understand why this is so liked by everybody. It's like, don't really get it. Uh, Christine Dunst was okay-ish, I guess. Uh, but I'm going to give it a five. Okay. Uh, let's see, we both saw that. So I saw The Mill. Um, the what? The Mill. M-I-L-L. Mm. Uh, this had... Lorel Howard in it. Uh, who else was in this? I'm trying to... That was pretty much it. I mean, it's like a a psychological thriller where you're just thrown mm. in at the very beginning. This guy wakes up out of, like, a drug-induced haze in a giant um, prison. It's not like a prison cell in the sense that, like, it, you know, it has bars on the doors and, like, he's stuck in a little room. It's this big, mm. giant, open air, like, the top of it's open. 
giant wall, concrete walls that are straight up, uh, I don't know, like half of a football field or something like that size. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then right in the middle of it is a giant grain mill and that's all that's in the whole thing. Uh, and he's being told by this computer, uh, animated voice that he has to run this grain mill. Otherwise bad, like he'll be punished. And he's just, you're just thrown into this out of nowhere. And over the course of the movie, it kind of explains what's happening. So I like that about it. Okay. It's got an interesting ending. I definitely recommend this to you, Fro. I think you'd really like it. It's got mm. 42% on Rotten Tomatoes, though, and fifth or 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Um, yeah, it, the production value is pretty low, but like I said, it's all ba- it's all in this one place. You never leave, really, mm. this prison cell. Um, you do a few little flashbacks, but they're not like the kind of flashback you think of where it goes back and shows you a whole scene of his life. It's like memories. You're seeing like fuzzy Mm. memories of the past, not really solid images of, of his previous life before being in this place. Um, yeah, I really liked it, but I I like weird movies like this. So I'm going to give it a, Mm. I'm going to give it a six. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw uh, a movie I am 110% sure we will talk about when it comes to Oscar season. Uh, this gives me very Oscar buzz. Um, <clears throat> because I saw Ape versus Mecha Ape with uh, Tom Arnold. Definitely uh, sounds like Oscar worthy. I mean, at least for special <laughs> effects, right? It must be. Mm-hmm. Must be. Uh, have you ever seen an asylum movie? I don't think Company? so. Okay, uh, this is my first asylum movie. I looked into them. Uh, that was a fun rabbit hole. Okay. Um, because they give out like uh, bad movies on purpose. That's kind of sound like other movies that's coming out. Oh, I've seen Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Actually, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I didn't yeah. know they did all these like mega shark movies. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I've seen at least one or two of their films, probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tom Arnold. You know that great fucking actor. Yeah. Um, Relevant to yeah. 2023 for sure. Hmm. Definitely not racist or ending. Right. Um. But yeah, this is about what is it really about? <sighs> okay, so there's this giant ape the military takes uh, a copy of it and makes an ai uh of course uh and put it into a mecha ape and when it's going to be practical tested everything goes horrible horribly wrong and then the military has to release the big ape to fight the mecha ape. And that is what this is about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds great. So good. Yeah, this company is very uh, all over the place. They do these movies, and then, uh, uh-huh. like, 
sex sexually graphic uh movies as well and mm-hmm. then they do religious films also mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a summer school musical or sunday mm-hmm. school musical yeah mm-hmm. a high school musical ripoff okay mm-hmm. sure that's normal <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's a company that doesn't really know what it wants but uh, yeah you have to see this movie look it is clearly a zero out of ten Okay. It is that. Yeah. But it is one of those oh. movies that they made about on purpose, right? It's like, like, uh, yeah. Giant Giant Shark versus Giant Octopus was made. They did that bad yes. on purpose. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, just yeah, for uh, for Tom Arnold's amazing acting skills, yeah, to have to see it. Oh well, of course. Yeah. The last thing Oscar. I saw, and I think we both saw, we definitely both saw, a haunting in Venice. A Poirot uh, movie? More like Poirot, no. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 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 Uh, It had Tina Fey and Kenneth Branagh. Uh, It was based on a book uh, that that has a different name. It's not called A Haunting in Venice. It's just called Halloween Party, apparently. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the best Poro movie we've seen. I think the last two <laughs> Kenneth Branagh were better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah, no, it's definitely the worst. <laughs> it's got a bunch of good people in it, and it's got Michelle yeah. Yeoh, like I said, uh, mm-hmm. Jamie Dorman is, is in there. Uh, mm-hmm. the acting, uh, Kyle Allen but the acting all seems a little over the top the whole time. The storyline mm-hmm. feels very cramped. Like they jammed mm-hmm. the whole thing a little. They tried to pack too much into an hour and a half, which was like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It seemed a little, what's confusing. Isn't the right word, but I was confused at certain points. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucking atrociously bad i think i i i did not like it it is so dull so fucking boring maybe the story isn't mapped out well enough maybe that's what i'm think trying yeah. to say instead of like confusing it's like they didn't map it out well enough to like explain everything in a clear way where like yeah at the end you're still left going okay Sure. That's sure. All right. Yeah. 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 And I also don't like, I don't understand why it has like 77 audience score and 75 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty high. Like, I I did not enjoy this. I was bored most of the time. I don't want to be bored in a Perot movie. I don't. I don't get that either. It's hard to tell. Yeah. I guess um, what other people were thinking at the time. I have no idea. Yeah. 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 So, what would you give this? Oh, jeez. Like, yeah, um, that's a good question. Um, it's probably like a four, I guess. Nah, it's a three for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the actor strike we were talking about earlier. It's still going on. Um, it's, I'm looking really? right now to see if there's any updates. Uh, it, but we do have one story here. 
um, about yesterday, they made a deal about the AI stuff, which was like one of the mm-hmm. biggest, you know, hiccups as far as negotiations go. It says here, after a long day of negotiations Tuesday, the side are still glappering with several stubborn issues, including AI predictions. But after going over the topic repeatedly and consulting with lawyers and other throughout the evening, the guild negotiated negotiating committee and the AMPTP have now penciled another session for Wednesday. Um, it says here, uh, following the meeting Monday night with the AMPTP, the the blah blah they spent tower 10 hours deliberating we will continue wednesday and we appreciate patience so they're still as far as i can tell they're probably still doing it now uh but it says from deadline for that we hear from sources that both sides on the bargaining table are blaming ai uh, but deadline heard from several sources that guild president fran drescher was uh told by guild leaders they were hopeful that tuesday was about was all about hammering out the details and fine print. Okay, so, mm. um, yeah, it. I, I said like last week or two weeks ago. I was like, it feels like this is coming to an end, but now mm-hmm. it kind of really does feel like it. But yeah, everything yeah. could blow up in in their faces like right at the last minute. So I wouldn't like hold yeah. your breath in any way whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I really hope they get uh, what they ask for because it seems very possible i guess the difference between the ai stuff with the writers and the actors is the um that uh the physical recreation of a person using ai is different with an actor than it is with a writer right right it's like your actual personality and everything that they could recreate so i can see how that'd be harder to negotiate okay uh, the two-pack uh, killing. We have talked about this before uh, because of the documentary and everything. Uh, and now it is going to uh, be a trial next year, uh, June 3rd, 2024. Yeah, and the other thing about this is he pleaded not guilty, Fro. Yeah, I saw that. So, um, yeah, he says... This was decided yesterday. Uh, he was charged with murder at the end of September. We talked about this originally, and we were like, did anybody else in the news know this was happening? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so we'll follow this. Uh, I just think it's super interesting that he pleaded not guilty after we also yeah. read that article that um, Suge Knight came out and said that he didn't do it. So, yeah, right. the guy yeah. who was actually there. Yeah, no, it's it's so fucking interesting, and it's it's wild that it's been almost like thirty fucking years, and we're now getting it. It's so fucking weird. Yep, it it's a very strange, uh, gonna be a strange trial to follow. Okay, time to wrap up. Uh, coming next week, we will talk of news of the week. Uh, I'm going to guess that we're going to talk about the debate <laughs> because both of us are going to watch it. So yeah, something funny always comes out of these stupid debates. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, TV of the week, uh, movies of the week. I just saw what's coming out next week. Yeah, uh, okay. Surviv- Exciting. Yes, it is. Uh, Surviving Paradise episode four. Do you think we will know anything about the rules? 
<laughs> next episode. Are they going to just explain? That would be hilarious. In episode four, there's just like a full breakdown halfway through the episode of right. like, it's just like five graphics of text explaining everything. <laughs> I don't think so, though. <laughs> that would be the best. <laughs> uh, okay, Jeremy Round. Uh, Sony is dropping. PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 Twitter integration next week, uh, or X, as they call it. Twitter X, I, I hear a lot of people call it. Uh, Sony's dropping the integration, uh, and this has been long, a long... Oh, this has long been part of PlayStation's operating system and given users a quick and convenient way to set, share screenshots, videos, achievements, and more to social media... Unfortunately, that mm-hmm. is going to end. While the Twitter X integration will soon be a thing of the past, PlayStation consoles, Sony's does direct users to two additional support pages outlining alternative measure methods of sharing capture. Um, for instance, PlayStation app can be used to share captures to individuals on friend lists or parties and save them to device to, to post to other social media. So you could still use yeah. that to just post it to twitter if you wanted to right yeah so it's just like a direct con like it, making it super duper easy they've gotten rid of yeah. yeah yeah okay but i'm i'm going to assume this will uh has something to do with him buying it and maybe charging them for this integration that's probably what i'm it thinking. says here it's almost certainly related to a social media platform talking about twitter their social media pr- platform's decision to change fees for the end of its use of API earlier this year, a move that would likely require Sony to pay around $42,000 a month for the service. So, yeah, I think that the API was free to use before. So they're like, oh, here's an easy, free way for you to post shit. And then X was like, oh, now we're going to charge you $50,000 a month. And they're like, yeah, fuck that. I think that, mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. It was definitely directly linked to the fact that uh, Elon Musk now owns it because he's the one that made the decision to do this API change. Okay, interesting. Uh, Rosano Pancino that we talked about from last week. Mm-hmm. I guess if she was in another thing this week. Uh, she was in the same thing this week, but yeah. Yeah. A weird fucking thing. What 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 is going on with her? Well, nothing now. Everything has been deleted at this point. But she apologized to Mr. Beast after everything we talked mm-hmm. about last week. Then uh, proceeded to redact the apology and then redacted the redaction of the apology. <laughs> what is going on? I don't. I think she just didn't like the drama that she was getting. Like people in her uh, redaction of the apology, not that she that she ended up getting rid of. Also, she said mm-hmm. uh, in the apology, she said that she was getting death threats. In the redaction of the apology, she said that she was sorry that she um, minimized anybody else's story. Which basically was what kind of what we were talking about last week. With she's using this language, and it's uh, she's using the language of people who went through much more serious issues, uh, and she recognized that. 
but then she ended mm-hmm. up deleting that also. So, uh, yeah, now there's nothing on her timeline about it at all. She's deleted all mention of Mr. Beast, and it's kind of over at this point. And Mr. Beast mm-hmm. just kind of didn't talk about it. There was a whole thing yeah. that Keemstar said he facilitated talks between the two of them. I don't know how much I believe that. I think it's probably bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I saw the trailer for a movie coming out this week that I'm not excited for whatsoever. It's called Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Okay. Did you see this by any chance? I'm Actually, let's go back to the Rosanna thing real quick. I'm seeing something right now oh. on her Twitter that was posted, what, uh, four minutes ago. Oh. Uh, but it's about Colleen Ballinger, not about Mr. Beast. Okay. Uh, she says in the post, uh, addressing your questions about Colleen, the whole situation makes me feel sad and breaks my heart. I'm still processing the feelings. I do believe that the behavior was inappropriate, means Peter spirited, and I lo- no longer communicate with her. Um, I guess this is coming out of the Mr. Beast thing, because people were like, why are you complaining so much about Mr. Beast when you were friends with Colleen Ballinger and never talked up about that? Mm. Uh, and now she's responding to those accusations today. So, oh my god, if we're going to have more Renzi- Rosanna Pancino stuff to talk about next week? Jeez oh Louise. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. Never ending story. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying about uh, the game uh, or whatever? I, I totally fucking forgot. Okay. Uh. Uh. Oh, Ghostbusters. Okay. Yes. It, it's coming a new Ghostbusters movie. It's called Frozen Empire. Have you seen the trailer for it? Frozen Empire? No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it like directly off the other Ghostbusters that the Afterlife series? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's with Bill Murray and everything. Well, I mean, there was the Afterlife that was supposed to be an Afterlife two. Is this Afterlife two? I think so. Yeah. Oh, and it's just called Frozen Empire. All right. Yeah. Okay. I was. No. I, I mean, it's on my list of things that I wanted to see for this year. I assuming it's not going to come out till next year. Now, maybe. I I don't know. Let me look it up really quick. Uh, Release date March twenty nine, twenty twenty four. Okay, so yeah, next year. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Jack's film responded to uh, Sniper Wolf in a vi- in a mm-hmm. short what five minute video. Um, saying yeah. basically the drama's over, he's not going to do any more Jack's films about Sniper Wolf, and now move his channel over to re- reacting to other content creators that ask him to look at his their stuff. And then he's going to mm-hmm. critique it and also give credit to the creators that give it to him. Which, I don't know if it's going to do as many numbers as ma- making fun of Sniper Wolf, because she already, you know... <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah, like a goldmine of that kind of commentary, but um, we'll yeah. see. I, he hasn't posted anything yet on there, so we'll find out if it actually... Like, you know, what the content actually looks like. It could be interesting. It's a good idea, I guess, if it actually mm-hmm. works out. I don't know if it will. 
Yeah. I don't I don't think it will work to be honest. It could work in the same way that um zero views works on Red Cow where they make fun of stuff oh, yeah, that, that is just be, like yeah. nobody else has seen and they make fun of it but it kind of in a in not a mean spirited way nice in a like way. yeah, yeah. In, in like a crit- criticism way where you're giving you know valid critique of of what's wrong with the with, you know, and then also giving mm-hmm. it a platform at the same time. So I, I get it. It, I do, we'll just have to see how it works. Because the other thing about the sniper wolf stuff was it had the bingo aspect, which was super interesting. You can't really do that with this idea. So, mm. true. By the Anything way, this Coca Cola Ultimate, um, mm. the very bottom of it, and it's warm. Not very good, but well, no. I think that's true about most sodas, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, anything else? Uh, Reckless Ben made a video saying he's being called out by people, uh, for maybe faking his videos, which I don't know if that's true Mm -hmm. or not. Uh, and that's about it on the internet this week. Yeah. There's a whole lot of, there's like a trend of people making videos about main character syndrome, which has been a thing on the internet for a while on Reddit. Yeah. But for some reason, it's kind of blown up this week, so I just mention that yeah i don't really understand it well ma- main character syndrome is like direct opposite of N- npcs where like mm-hmm. the, it, you know the M- you have the npcs in a game and then you have the main character the npcs in real life that you see on reddit those videos are like directly in correlation to the main character that's the way i view it i think hmm yeah yeah there could be they're uh, funny yeah. some of them yeah. They're funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you don't have anything, and I don't have anything, then I think we should say goodbye. I think that's it for the week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, bye, everybody. Another, di- another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Citizen.